What I've realised is when you become unable to function, when you can't work out the next step of the day, then that's a sign for me of depression. I'm Celia Filke and this is Messages of Hope. Depression affects men and women from all ages, races and economic groups. It can be the result of a specific event or a chemical imbalance in the nervous system. Whatever the cause, there is hope for stepping out of the cloud of depression. Coming up, I'll be talking with Rosemary about her lifelong experience of depression and what keeps her going. We hear a lot more about mental health these days and that it's a common issue for many people. But how do you know when things like sadness or tiredness or lack of motivation has deepened into something like depression? Thanks for joining us today, Rosemary. Depression's been part of your life since childhood. Could you tell us a bit about that? Well, I come from a family where my father had depression, his father before him had depression and died in Glenside, and his father before him committed suicide. So there was quite a strong family history. And I used to think, oh, depression is just suppressed anger, so I'll make sure that I always get <laughs> I get angry and I won't turn it in on myself and then I'll never be depressed, you said. I, I, I realised actually that, that it's not as simplistic as that, that, that there was hard wiring, I think, and then there was just the way I would tend to react to things, you know. Glass is always half empty, not half full. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us what kind of things trigger a period of depression for you? Yes, I think for me, fairly potent events in my life, when I had miscarriages, when a friend of mine suicided, you know, I went into times of great sadness and then those times seemed to just sort of hang around. But I think it was the breakup of my marriage which made me realise, no, this is a serious... because I became almost paralysed. What do you mean by paralysed? I couldn't think what to do. I, I felt that if I got in the car, I didn't know where I would go. I didn't know how to do my next step. I felt enormous feelings of shame and, and guilt. Uh, going into almost a blankness, that, uh, it was almost like a, this sort of like heavy blanket of uh, almost like you can't breathe. So to do anything, it's, it was a great effort to, to go to the shops, was a huge effort to think about what I was having for tea, to think about having to get ready for work was just massive. Mm. You mentioned before the feeling of great sadness. When does sadness or perhaps grief turn into depression? I believe that you should grieve people and events. But what I've realised is when you become unable to function when you can't work out the next step of the day or when waking up you wish that you were still asleep. Getting to the point where you don't want to be alive, not that you necessarily want to kill yourself but you just do not want what's happening in your life to be and you would rather not be, then that's a sign for me of depression. This is Messages of Hope. Coming up, you'll hear about some of the practical ways Rosemary has been able to manage depression. And later in the program, I'll be offering a free booklet on dealing with depression. One of the things that can keep us stuck in depression is trying to handle it alone. The idea of seeing a psychologist or taking medication can be the last thing people want to do. Rosemary, what finally led you to see a psychiatrist? A friend of mine had been depressed and he'd said, I know this psych, he's a really good bloke, I'll give you his number. And I just felt like, I've come to this, this is, you know, the end of the road, oh God, you know, I'm really a loony. But when I rang this man, the psych, 
he was so gracious and he just treated me with great dignity and like I was normal. He listened to me. He did put me on medication. And again, that was another thing. I was determined never to have, you know, medication. But he gave me choice. He said, you can take this medicine. You don't have to take it. but we will keep on having a relationship and we'll talk and I'll listen. And and it was uh, terrific to have someone who wasn't part of my world, who gave me uh, respect, listened to all the stuff that was going on in my world. He made me feel normal. So have you been able to develop other ways of managing your depression apart from medication? The good thing about seeing a psych, um, we've kind of looked at some strategies for dealing with these things. So it's very important for me to get up at a certain time and to get dressed and to change what I wear each day because that lack of self-care can often creep in. Um, With depression, I I lose my appetite, don't want to eat. So in spite of myself, I make sure I eat three, you know, regular meals a day. It's important for me to have regular exercise. I'm really not an exercise person. I really don't like going to the gym and stuff like that. But I do it because I know that it's good for me. And, and I guess when I'm when I'm in a good headspace to keep up with those things that I do when I'm down. So to, to keep on exercising and seeing friends so that those are habits that are well established so that when I go into a, a patch where I know that the world is looking scary and too big for me, I'm already in practices that are helpful. And then, then that whole thing of uh, saying to yourself, well, actually, right at this moment, this moment is okay. You know, I'm driving in the car. This moment is all right. And not kind of projecting to the next moment. But that's a, a lifelong skill, I think, trying to live in the moment. I mean, Jesus said, you know, today is what you do with. You're listening to Messages of Hope. Have you ever struggled with depression and found ways to manage it? It'd be great to hear about your insights. You can share your story on our Facebook page, Messages of Hope, and encourage someone else. That's Facebook, Messages of Hope. Coming up, we'll delve more deeply into the spiritual side of depression. When it comes to depression, some Christians can feel like there's something extra wrong with them. Why are they depressed when they believe in God? Why doesn't the depression go when they pray? Rosemary, you've been a Christian all your life. What role has God played in your journey? You know, if I see those jolly songs where you sing every day with Jesus, you know, makes me happier than the day before. It just makes me want to throw up, really, because I don't find that. He didn't promise us that we would be hap, hap, happy. I mean, I, I, I do lots of ranting and raving at God, which I guess is a good thing. So, you know, there's a whole heap of psalms. My dad once typed me out a, a list of psalms, you know, psalms for you feeling when you're feeling really bloody awful. And so the psalms where the psalmist rails against God or where he feels, you know, overwhelmed and the seas are engulfing him. And uh, those psalms I find really helpful and really useful. I hope to be happier than I am. I hope to uh, have those things that I, I, I don't at the moment, but that doesn't mean that I won't. That, that he doesn't love me, he doesn't look at me and go, oh, yeah, you're fantastic, you're really precious. Just because I don't feel that doesn't mean that it's not so. It's a faith thing. And faith is about asserting something about the nature of God and who God is. And I keep attending a church 
because there are people there who know and love God. How important are other people in managing depression? Really important. And my friendships are very important. So one of the things uh, I tend to feel when I'm depressed is, oh, look, I'm such a bore. I've got nothing to say. You know, um, I'd be a real drag to be around. Who the hell would want to be with me? But in fact, I find if I actually actively seek to be with my friends, I'm actually really interested in their lives. And so I, I'm not depressive when I'm with them. And they feed me and they, you know, reduce my sense of being a freak and help me to feel normal because we don't sit around talking about my depression the whole time. You know, we talk about what's happening in their lives and then they'll ask me about my stuff. And it's, it's been good sometimes for people to say, OK, enough that, let's get going. Or, you know, if I'm raving on or if I'm gloom and dooming, they might just take me out or, you know, just get me to do something. Or they'll say, look, you know, at the moment, I find this really hard to hear. And when they're really honest with me, I really appreciate that. And I think, fair enough, you know, I realise there's this mutuality in friendship. I mean, I would be lost without my friends. And, and also to encourage people that they're not always going to feel like this. You know, they've felt like this before and they've felt better that they can actually come through this, that life isn't always going to be like this and that these things come and they go and they don't have to stay forever. So and that important. is really important because even though you don't really believe it at the time, when you come through, you go, oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, that's really encouraging to hear. So finally, Rosemary, has there been like a, a tangible experience where you've felt God's presence reassuring you? Um, it was the time I was very depressed and um, I went away with a group of people to Central Australia and was out amongst the largeness of it and the wildness of it. And it was great because this sense of the universe was far bigger than me and it was exquisite and beautiful and God had created that. And then I remembered that stuff about how... He looks at us and cherishes us and, you know, so the, the wonder of, of all that I was seeing somehow kind of reinforced the largeness of God, the smallness of me and yet the, the importance of me too, that I mattered. You've been listening to Messages of Hope. If you or someone you know is struggling with depression, I encourage you to seek help from a medical professional or call Lifeline 13 11 14. That's 13 11 14. As Rosemary discovered, there are many things that can be done to help manage depression and to live a hopeful life. For more information about dealing with depression, go to messagesofhope.org.au where you can order your free booklet, Dealing with Depression. That's messagesofhope.org.au or call 1800 353 350. That's 1800 353350 to order your free booklet. I'm Celia Filkey from Messages of Hope, a part of the Lutheran Church where love comes to life. I hope you can join us again next week for another message of hope, real hope to cope with life's challenges. Mm-hmm.